Greetings, SMUSD families. This is Betsy Kannenberg, and I'm here today with another episode of our SMUSD Parent Engagement podcast series. Today, we have a special guest with us, Special Agent Rocky Heron, and we're going to be discussing the critical topic of drug abuse prevention and education. Welcome, Special Agent Heron. Hey, good afternoon. Good to be here. To start off today, can you tell us a little bit about your role and experience? Certainly. Uh, I, I'm a DEA special agent. That's the Drug Enforcement Administration. I started in San Diego in 1990 when I was 23 years old. This is the only real job I've ever had. Uh, and I'll be 53 this year. So I've spent 30 years um, investigating drug traffickers at the local, um, regional, national, and even international level. And in the 30 years, I spent too much time seeing the tragic consequences of substance abuse. So at this point in my career, my full-time job is engaging with the community, trying to teach our children and our communities to be better prepared uh, against substance abuse. Special Agent Heron, can you tell us a little bit about how you started working with community schools? Yes. And my oldest daughter was 11 in fifth grade in a public school in El Cajon. I was invited to attend her class for a career event. And after I spent 15 or 20 minutes talking about the wonders of being a DEA agent, I asked the students if they had any questions about drugs. And one little boy asked about methamphetamine and another student asked about heroin. And my heart fell because I wanted to believe, like most parents, that our children were naive at 11 and not aware of such serious substances. So I, I began to question the kids and I came to realize that they were very much aware of the drug abuse culture and very poorly informed about the consequences of drug abuse. So I began to develop an educational presentation for my daughter and her classmates in the elementary school level. And 13 years later, um, I've been able to take that message to 15 countries and I'm speaking in schools across the county of San Diego. And uh, the more of these sessions that I do, the greater the need that I see to do them. Thank you. What do you see as the greatest needs in our community right now? Well, the need that I'm trying to overcome is for basic information and preparation. Um, at some point in the past, uh, DARE was pushed out of most of our schools and uh, not replaced. And I did not realize that our kids were not getting any kind of systematic drug abuse prevention. And I find that tragic because we live in a culture that is very absolutely promoting drug experimentation and drug abuse in our kids. And I think it's impossible to find a movie, a TV show produced for our youth that doesn't have a, a message that encourages drug abuse. And our kids just are, are, are woefully underinformed. So I'm trying to, to fill that gap with my efforts. Special Agent Heron, what in your experience do parents need to know and understand about substance availability and the use of drugs among our youth? Well, I think something that parents don't understand is how much the drug culture, the drug abuse culture has changed just even the last 10 years, never mind the last 20 or 30 years. And I think they need to accept that every child is at risk. Uh, my children are at risk. All of my children, I have three daughters, they've had issues with alcohol or drugs along the way. And it doesn't matter how good you are as a parent, how engaged you are. Um, I think it's, it's mandatory that we understand that our kids are going to be exposed to, to drug abuse and it's our duty to inform them. For those of us who are not in your line of work, but who are parents, can you share some of your experiences that you've had with community schools? Well, it's, uh, it's kind of breathtaking when you actually talk to the kids to find out how prevalent substance abuse is in the schools. And certainly in the last several years, vaping has, has become very prominent and, and visible. But I think even for many years before that, marijuana consumption and pharmaceutical drug consumption was rampant on our schools and, and most of us were oblivious to it. 
And unfortunately, in the 13 years that I've been doing these education efforts, I'm still waiting for some kind of organized societal response to this. I'm still waiting for uh, mandatory education on substance abuse in our schools. And, and in, in the meantime, um, I and others like me are out accepting every invitation we can get to get kids that information so that when it happens, it's not if it's going to happen, but when it happens that our kids are in a situation where some friend puts a drug in, the, in their face and encourages them to use it, that those youth are informed enough to reject the, consuming the substance, or at least if they choose to use it, they'll be educated. Right now, we're in a situation where I think uh, perhaps a majority of our kids are in these situations where somebody's putting a dangerous substance in their face and the kids really don't have the information to make an informed decision. Thank you so much. Special Agent Heron, can you tell us a little bit about the correlation between mental health and drug use? Certainly. In, in, in my work as a DEA agent, um, I've had the occasion to deal with a large population of young adults who are either in addiction or, or struggling with recovery. And when you question them about what was going on in their lives and when they started consuming and, and why they continue to consume, it almost always comes back to um, some kind of pain that they were trying to process. And I think that that's a sad reality today. I think with uh, social isolation, social media, uh, information overload, um, all the problems we're aware of in society that are desensitizing our kids, um, they go to parties and they're encouraged to use recreational drugs. And a large population of our kids who are suffering from anxiety or low self-esteem or depression um, use the drugs or the alcohol at the party. And they discover that while they're higher stoned, they no longer feel anxious, they no longer feel depressed, they no longer feel bullied, they feel strong, they feel popular while they're under the influence. And of course, the body clears out the substance and, and all that pain comes back. And it's my personal opinion that a lot of the kids that end up getting into heavy drug use um, do so because they're trying to self-medicate away the normal problems of life. But of course, our reality is that if you're self-medicating to avoid life's problems, you're certainly doing nothing to overcome them. And over time, you're bringing much more serious problems perhaps into your life, and it becomes increasingly difficult for those young people to stop consuming. Absolutely. Thank you. Are there warning signs that parents should be aware of in regards to potential substance abuse? I, I get asked that a lot, and I, I think every child is different. Or, you know, the, their drug use is, is different. Um, but I think as a parent, you should be looking for sudden changes in behavior. Um, in my experience, young people don't turn into hardcore drug users overnight, that there are warning signs. Um, I've had many conversations with parents who lament that they missed the warning signs, that they didn't pay attention. Um, one problem I've seen over and over is parents who've decided that marijuana use is acceptable, and they almost encourage their children to experiment with it as they did when they were young. One of my concerns with that, though, is if you are used to having a child who is stoned on marijuana, I think you're not going to notice if they start consuming other much more dangerous substances. Um, that's one issue. But certainly uh, a student who has friends, who's outgoing, who's engaged in school, who stops having friends, stops engaging with school, um, that's something parents should be very wary of. And I'm also aware that kids become quite adept at lying when they're using substances. And so the child will always deny using drugs and blame the changes in behavior on other factors. And I think it's a challenge as a parent to persist and to really try and engage with the kid um, over time to determine what, you know, what are the true causes of the changes in behavior. If a parent suspects that their child is engaged in drug abuse, where should they turn first? 
if you have suspicions that your child is abusing substances or you find proof of it, I think the first resource um, really should be the school counselor. I, I know the San Marcos Unified has excellent school counselors. I've done a bunch of work in the schools and the school counselors want to help. They want to engage. So if, if you engage the school counselors, they can help you assess how bad the problem is or is not. And if it requires additional resources, they can certainly guide you into the community uh, to get the help that you need. But I think that uh, the school resources, they know the kids, they know the environment, and they're just a fantastic way to get that first step towards help. Thank you so much, Special Agent Heron. My last question today is, what is the most critical takeaway for our parents? I think that to me is an obvious one. It's all of our responsibility to educate the kids. Um, I, as a parent, uh, assumed at one point the schools were providing this education. I realized they're not. And um, I think the societal normalization of drugs is, is so constant and so powerful that it's our job as parents, our job as teachers, our job as school administrators to educate the kids whenever and however we can and to not assume that someone else is providing that education. Um, the internet is full of educational resources. The school districts have resources. The school counselors have resources. The resources are available to parents who want to educate themselves and help educate their children. And it really is going to take a lot more effort from all of us to try to turn the tide on, on this push to get all of our kids to engage in substance abuse. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us today, Special Agent Rocky Heron. I know this is such a critical topic for all of our parents to learn about. Parents, please share this information with your friends and neighbors. Remember that our podcasts can all be followed on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, as well as our district website. It's really important that we all become educated about how best to serve and protect our children. Thank you.